from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. About to get to the listening lunch. Ken LaVica Live here on ESPN 106.3. The home team that has the best chance to hold serve in the NFL playoffs this weekend I think it's the Buccaneers. Stone thinks it's the Buccaneers. By the way, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, that's him. I'm Ken Levick, and my name's on the show, Ken Levick, alive here on ESPN 106.3, presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. But Stone also likes to throw a little bit of his cash around. Is that a, a proper way to put it when it comes to sports, Stone? The most proper. Yeah, the most proper. He likes to throw his cash around. So let's get to the Brightline Fine Line and let's focus in here on the divisional round. Brightline Fine Line obviously presented to you by Brightline. Download the Brightline app. Go brightline.com and go ahead and ride the easiest way to get through South Florida, whether it is West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. That's Brightline. Go brightline.com or the free Brightline app. All right, so you've been talking about mushing and smushing and pushing and whatever these words you're using to describe your gambling strategies here for the divisional round. Uh, you're saying that the majority of the money's been coming in on Buffalo for this weekend? Just about 80%. 80% of the money. 80% so all of the four money. games, combined money, 80% of that money is going towards Josh Allen. 80% of the money bet on the Chiefs and Bills. Oh, it's, okay. All right, all right. Chiefs Which and makes Bills. it even worse. Yeah, Chiefs and Bills is going towards Buffalo. So out of 100 people, 80 of them pick the Bills. So the, the fact that I think me, common man dope, I sat here on this show and I said about, oh, 45 minutes ago, I think that the Bills have the best chance of beating a home team this weekend in the division round, beating the Chiefs, that's not some novel concept. Red That's flag. not such uh, some ridiculous take where I'm going out on a limb and putting myself out there. Me and the vast majority of the betting, like the vast majority of the betting public are on the same page. So you, that's a red flag. Why is that? Because that means that uh, like it, it seems too good to be true. Right, because Vegas never loses and the public never wins. So whenever there's a majority on one side, you then use the phrase, fade the public. Okay. You are considering yourself the public okay. now. I, I, so I am, my I am best a man strategy, of the people. And if anybody wants to make any money, you fade the public and go Chiefs. Okay, so is that what Stone Labanowitz is going to do? That is exactly what I'm going to do. My bright line, fine line, this weekend, AFC, NFC divisional round, would be the Chiefs minus the one and a half. Okay, so Chiefs minus one and a half. That's your bright line, fine line. You are scared off by the fact that 80% of the money for that game is going to Buffalo. They're too trendy. There's too much confidence in them right now. Too trendy. So another phrase I'll throw at you is called getting mushed. What happens you when, are a, such a dork. when a team just gets hammered, uh-huh. hammered, 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 they eventually get mushed okay. and they become dead. So that is uh, apparently what's happening this uh, week. The Bills are dead. This. Okay. The Bills are dead. Okay, they've been mushed. They've been mushed. Got it. So the bright line, fine line, Stone Labanowitz says, hey, all you idiots, the 80% of you put your money to, the, uh, to, to Buffalo, you're getting mushed. That's why he says Chiefs minus one and a half in the AFC divisional round. And that is your bright line, fine line. 
Brightline. I, I don't understand the words and the things that Stone Labanowitz just said. I'm sure some of you, you, you completely made sense of that and you were good with that. I do know that what makes much more sense for me is easily traveling through South Florida, and I do that with Brightline. That's easy for me. Hey, look, big yellow train, and it goes fast. I'm going to go on that. That's easy for me. Brightline is back and better than ever. New restaurant station upgrades the new Brightline Plus service to get you to and from stations going car-free, care-free in South Florida. Easier than ever. Trains run daily between Miami, West Palm, and Fort Lauderdale. Right now, groups of four more can save 25% on smart fares. Just enter the code ALLABOARD on the Brightline app or gobrightline.com. Get your discount with the riding with family, friends, or colleagues. Plus, Kids under the age of 12 get to ride the Brightline for free with a purchase of an adult ticket. Download the Brightline app or visit GoBrightline.com and enjoy the Brightline. It's back and better than ever in 2022. That's Brightline. GoBrightline.com. All right, let's get to the listening lunch here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, these are the audio clips you need to hear, and we break them down for you. Your lunchtime. Here, the listening lunch on Ken Levick Alive. Actually, Stone, uh, can we re-listen to Keyshawn Johnson from this morning on ESPN 106.3, 6 to 10 a.m.? I just want everybody once again to hear why he thinks the Bengals are going to beat the Titans, why the Titans are going to go down. There ain't 80% of the money on the Bengals this weekend with Cincinnati going to Tennessee. Let me tell you, like with the Bills going to Kansas City, there's not going to be any mush there. Hey, Stone, you have an email. Not going to be any mush there. Uh, but this is Keyshawn Johnson this morning on why the Bengals are going to beat the Titans. Listen closely. I'm taking Burrow and Chase. I'm not even thinking about it. This is a matchup made in heaven. Two guys that went to LSU together. They just been phenomenal. People tried to tell me, and I wouldn't listen, that they were going to light up the scoreboard in the National Football League. But I was wrong. Now I'm right because I'm picking them. Yeah, he's picking them because... Quite simply, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase went to college together. That's quite a breakdown. I mean, Stone, you hear that? That makes you want to put money on Cincinnati, right? You want to you want to mush uh, Tennessee after hearing that from Keyshawn Johnson? Please don't ever call yourself a dope ever again if this man, Hall of Fame <laughs> wide receiver Keyshawn Johnson. I love is- Keyshawn. I mean, I like his personality too, but you can't go and say that. That is literally that can't your reason. That can be your reason. Yeah, I, I told you. They played in college together. That's why they're going to win this weekend. Uh, Keyshawn, come on, man. Uh, Derrick Henry needs to throw 25 stiff arms around tomorrow just for Keyshawn Johnson alone. I mean, that take is absurd. I, I, I love that, though. I Listen, this job, it's a lot of, all right, well, I'll take this point and this point and this point, and I'll make a case around that. I, it's fine. It, de- it never occurred to me. Maybe Keyshawn's on to something. It never occurred to me to just say, hey, you know what? Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, they went to the same college. So you know what? That's the X factor this weekend. So how is he proven right? Joe Burrow, 400 yards, and 300 of them are to Jamar? I mean, how does Keyshawn get on Monday if the Bengals win and be like, see, I told y'all. No, you know what it is? You know what it is? If the Bengals win, then what we'll do is we'll just find a picture of Joe Burrow throwing the ball to Jamar Chase at LSU. Case closed. And they we'll went to college together. That's you were right, Keyshawn. Yeah. Keyshawn, you were right. Well done. Here's your paycheck. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. We are streaming on the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Siri. Hey, Google. Play ESPN 106.3. All right. I need to do something important here, Stone. Uh, today, we lost a uh, a rock legend 
in Meatloaf. Meatloaf passing away today. Uh, and as a kid, let me bring you back to my childhood, okay? I was... Let me see, actually, what year it was I would do anything for love. What year did that come out? Let me double-check that real quick. Uh, because... I remember being a very young, impressionable kid when this came out. Uh, 1993. August 30th, 1993. So that made me nine years old. I was nine years old when this when this song came out. And I spent a long time, many, many years, trying to figure out what he wouldn't do. He said he'd do anything for love. But he won't do that. Actually, let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear Meatloaf here on the day of his passing. Let's hear this song. Now, here's the problem with this stone. I'm about to do. I am just assuming that there. You can go ahead and play the the Meatloaf song. It's fine. Um, you can turn down our bump music. There we go. See, it's a beautiful song. It's an outstanding rock ballad. And we'll eventually get to. I'm saying I won't do that. Here we go. No, no way. And I would do Legendary chorus. Stone, you've heard this, right? Absolutely. Okay. There we go. So that. No, I won't. So, it always was puzzling to me, though, what wouldn't he do? If he's saying that he'd do anything for love, but I won't do that, what is he talking about? So, at nine years old, you don't really think much of it, right? But as you get into your teenage years and you hear this, then you start having like weird things go into your head oh, about yeah. what Meatloaf could be talking about. I would do anything for love, but I, I won't do that. And as a teenager, you start thinking some sick stuff potentially is what Meatloaf is referring to. I never knew what he wouldn't do. He said he'd do anything for love, but he wouldn't do that. So I had to actually look it up today. It took me until Meatloaf died to actually look up what he was talking about. So apparently over the years, he has tried to lay it out. Let's go to Huffington Post here, okay? So here's the way that they explain it. Let me let me read from here. Uh, so uh, Meatloaf explained the lyrics in a 2014 interview. He explained it to Yahoo. Quote, Jim Steinman, who I worked with and had great success with, wrote the song. When we were recording it, Jim brings up the thing. He says, people aren't going to know what it is. I said, of course they are. How can they not know? He goes, they're not going to know what you wouldn't do for love. So what is that? Meatloaf explained, quote, it's the line before every chorus. There's nine of them, I think. The problem lies because Jimmy likes to write, so you forget what the line was before you get to, I won't do that. So if you listen closely to the song before the chorus, Meatloaf actually lays out what he wouldn't do. So he'd do anything for love, but he wouldn't do, but it's laid out before the chorus comes, so no one has any idea what he's talking about. So um, here's, here's apparently what he won't do. Some of the things the song says he won't do include, he won't forget the way you feel right now. He won't forgive himself if you don't go all the way tonight. 
He won't do it better than he does with you, and he won't stop dreaming of you every night of his life. Those are what he won't do. That's actually awesome. So that speaks to you. Here we go. Let's hear it one more time. But I won't do that. Me love. No, I won't do that. I mean, can we be clear about something, too? And I know I'm dating myself. I know I'm aging myself here. I'm 37 years old. There's a wide collection of our listeners that may have never even known who Meatloaf was. Now, you've heard that song, right, Stone? Totally. Yeah, but you don't know that it was for Meatloaf, right? No, absolutely not. Yeah, you've never heard of Meatloaf before today. No, I, I thought it was some weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, or... no, excuse me. Um, uh, so, so, I know that I'm probably presenting something that some haven't heard, but that where the, the beat kicks in and that song starts to go hard, that's one of the best rock ballad moments in the history of the music medium. That right there, where it kicks in, if that doesn't get you going, if that doesn't make you hot, nothing will. Okay? I might actually need to bring in uh, I might need to bring in JMP, our music insider here on Ken Levick Alive, because there was a bit of editorializing today from TMZ when they reported the death of Meatloaf. They said one of the greatest rock singers of all time has died at the age of 74 from COVID-19. Meatloaf. One of the greatest rock singers of all time has died at the age of 74 from COVID-19. Now, was Meatloaf really one of the greatest rock singers of all time? I don't know about that. Was Meatloaf one of the greatest rock singers of all time? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Apparently, people are calling with what they thought the meaning of the song was. They would do anything for love, but they won't do that, Stone. Yeah, so he called me and he said, you know, I don't want to get put on air, Mm -hmm. but the woman does mention in the song, you're going to be screwing around later on. Mm -hmm. And soon after, I won't do that. Oh. Mmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, it, it makes sense. I think everybody had a different interpretation. Me being juvenile... I went immediately to like the X-rated stuff. I mean, I I did as well. Yeah, because I know you. I know you, and you and I are on the same wavelength, and we're both degenerates. Uh, but I think everybody had a a, a similar a, a a similar experience. Where the hell is he talking about? But apparently, if you listen back to the song and do it today, this is one of the single best rock ballads of all time. He he says what he won't do before he gets to the chorus. Every single time. He gets to the course. Just for posterity's sake, Stone, can we get to the point of the song real quick where uh, where it kicks in? Again, this is this is this is it right here. Let's just let it ride. There we go. And we don't have to worry about paying royalties to him because he's dead. But I won't do that. He's not gonna care anymore. No, I won't do Rest in peace, Meatloaf. Rest and that'll do it for the listening lunch. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, ESPN West Palm, uh, the free app, uh, free ESPN app, and uh, on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, hey, Siri, hey, Google Play, ESPN 106.3. Well, uh, Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Uh, he is our sports law insider, our sports agent insider. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to him in about six, seven minutes' time, uh, and we'll just get opinions on Meatloaf from him 
as well. Meatloaf, rest in peace. Didn't know your name was 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 two words until today. Rest in peace, Meatloaf. This ballad flat out rolls. He's Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 1063.